0: what's up guys welcome to episode damon number 80 it is it is number, 80 number 80 of the uh always race day podcast uh, i want to remind you guys that we are presented by the fine folks at the Carlotto group uh, appreciate them on uh, everything that they do with us i'm taking off my glasses because it's a glare and we do video now and we gotta pay attention to that but anyways appreciate them uh i don't have an ad read for them this week so maybe what are we doing you want to improvise through it or are we just going to let it
1: i i got one. their tires are better than what's being put on the nascar one so go buy a car from carl auto group because their tires are already better than what we're seeing on nascar
0: i think on mean... the show connor hold on i think i think you meant that their t- their cars that they make at the carl auto group uh or i guess distribute uh they won't Pop your tires because of the pressure that the load of the body is putting on them that's that's the heart of this issue david i think that's why you need to go down to the carl auto group and get a car from them
1: then we'll we'll have uh differing opinions um uh, because no let's get into that we're, we're, uh, we're the in the show the now i'm Connor ferguson
0: damon Helgevald is on the other side of the screen with me damon damon t off here on? are you are you saying are you saying good year good year is to blame for the uh, for the tire failures today we saw at Texas no. sixteen I think it's a it's a record for that racetrack.
1: Um, it was a record I'm not solely putting the blame on Goodyear. However at some point somebody has to be held accountable within Goodyear. We we've had Tire debacles as to epic proportions, 2008 Indy comes to mind and this was starting to creep into that level with the tires falling apart. Do I think that that Goodyear is the sole responsibility for this? No, the, I think majority responsibility is on NASCAR uh, because they have put built a race car where the loads are completely different than anywhere we've ever seen. And they have built these cars where the, where the teams are still trying to race because that's still the sport. And when you're given a car, instead of building your cars, you don't get the ability to, to manipulate near as much. And so what's happened is Goodyear went with what they learned at certain areas within NASCAR. And then with their tire tests with the teams, unfortunately at the time, the loads aren't going to be the same uh, as we're going to see on race day. And they certainly did not 16 cautions later should, should prove that. I don't think that there was, but maybe one caution that was because somebody lost the car. I think Stenhouse's spin was, was solely because he lost the car. I don't think anything after that, though, um, was uh, was not related to a tire blowing. So pretty frustrating day if i'm nascar i think they're the the sole reason sole responsibility for for this problem uh but at the end of the day goodyear also needs to um they need to take a little bit of the blame to this and and start looking at at themselves instead of just solely blaming the teams
0: it's really hard for me to uh pick any of that apart quite honestly uh i i saw the my general thinking and and i'll just say if you didn't see uh what we're talking about the nascar race at texas on sunday uh pretty disastrous uh for the standard of races that nascar puts on usually (laughs) um and just what it was i don't i was about to say i, I paused because i was going to say for the brand i don't think that race will destroy nascar's brand i don't think anything from today will vastly impact uh the way nascar is looked at in a positive or negative view i think you can say it was a really terrible race but you know the people that watch it are probably diehard nascar fans because it went five and a half hours so i don't know i'm torn a little bit both ways um in that but what i'm saying is uh i saw a bunch of people on social media like blaming goodyear and it's like man they're not putting tires out there that are supposed to pop like that's not they're not trying to cut corners i i don't know what the i guess issues of lack of tire fall off we've seen um this season i don't think we've seen a lot of races can you has there been races with really high tire degradation Mm -hmm. all year i think the only
1: one maybe is darlington and that's because of the track
0: yeah um so i from that part point um and that part of it yeah like i i would you know give me a tire with degradation Please, please 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 you need that you need that uh, with any competition tire you put out, but there's yeah a lot of talk uh, about that. I don't believe they've signed their contract for next year with Goodyear, Damon. Well, I've been I've been told better, that, that that's not to worry, and if anyone else was coming in, we know how long that would take, right? We're still getting out of the dirt, the great tire shortage in dirt. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do from that juncture i would assume they stick uh, stick with Goodyear, but they i've said this before i said this far earlier in the season do you remember like the eighth or ninth race of the year and and i was like hey if it's if it's an easy fix it'll be fixed next week and if we keep saying more of it it's not going to be an easy fix well nascar has been looking at this problem all year i guarantee they're studying ways to fix it um and now in the back half of the season the other problem that's arose is the safety of the cars and they're both separate so i'll try to keep them separate here uh but But i think they're not
1: okay hold on
0: hold on what i'm what i'm saying here i guess I, i not even the original point but to differ from what you're saying the tires blowing is causing cautions some of these wrecks are hard yes but some it's like a spin that stops the race so the issue there is the spin that stops the race if there's no wreck you know that's not part of the safety and i think the safety is happening at different times but that's not all brought out because of the tires it's not that the tires go and then they hit the wall in an awkward way where the car isn't designed to absorb the damage the car just doesn't absorb the damage very well at all uh, no, uh, I very very clear with that. Right. So it's it's a separate thing because I think they kind of arose and have peaked at different times, and today we probably saw the peak of both of them. But obviously, not an easy I, fix. So you know. go for it. I don't want to step on what you're saying because you're making great points too. I, I, I just disagree with you.
1: I I don't I don't think that they're two separate things. I think the safety is more separate because of the other crashes that we have seen throughout the year. But this, the the tire blowing is, goes hand in hand with safety because we're lucky that Cody Ware isn't more hurt than he actually is. Um, That was a vicious deal today. We're lucky that, you know, other Alex Bowman came over his radio and said that was the hardest hit he's had in a long time. And they said that it didn't do anything to the car. So it's it's things like that that are frustrating and we're trying to we're trying to put this this more to away from the safety side of things and this is another one of those checkpoints on the list of, of lack of safety in, in my opinion. And so the tires today represent just another one of the lack of, of focus as far as safety goes. Um, and that's why I think a lot of it falls on the governing body.
0: Well, I think NASCAR has always cared really deeply about driver safety. I just think they missed a lot of aspects on this car for whatever reason or not. You know, I don't know the inner workings of what they do and why this car has, you know, turned into this gremlin and, and thick of issues that just
1: but in before you continue real quick before you continue quick is It hasn't just started. It hasn't been within the last few weeks that this has started. Ryan Newman said at last year when he was testing the car that it was poorly designed for safety. He has an engineering degree through Purdue. The guy knows what he's talking about and NASCAR didn't take much into consideration at that time. And now it, we're starting to see it now instead of back then. He saw it. He knew this was a poorly designed situation moving forward, and now we're starting to see the effects.
0: I think we're going to see kind of their response to it in the off season. I, I don't think we're going to see it before the end of the year. That was kind of my take when the crap kept happening. You know, week after week, um, I will say this car has been – the drivers seem to be feeling it a lot harder. I I haven't seen or can recall any broken bones this year. And I'm not saying that's, that makes the cars better, makes the cars any safer than what you see. Um, but from that aspect, I think that's a good thing. I don't know if that was the design goal was to, you know, keep them centered and, and keep everything uh, on the driver's person. Like, in the same spot but obviously they got to do something because look at Kerr bush is out of the car right now it might have cost him his career you know at this point
1: it certainly has showed, showed that up to this point. Um, you know, something is I'm listening on the radio to this on the way, on the way home here today and, and listening to PRN, you know, and, and both PRM and MRN do a great job on the radio side of things with this and being did they, get to-
0: did they get fooled today by, by a name they did during the rain what was the name what
1: was the name uh it was Willie something i don't remember the last name but i I didn't catch it at the time and then they came back and started laughing about it and so i was like okay so something happened with the name and
0: i don't remember yeah i couldn't hear Um, it on the video because i was uh, with all my family and
1: it's willy it was Willie something and it was pretty good i did find the video But, you know, they they do a good job of explaining what's going on. And and so I'm, you know, driving along during that rain delay after about whatever, 10th caution, ninth caution, whatever it was during that that time off. And, you know, NASCAR put a big emphasis on the durability of the chariot and not as much of an emphasis on the durability of the rider, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so we we'll see what the i keep saying response and i don't feel like that statement's inaccurate like nascar has this is a loud obnoxious big elephant in the middle of the room i I shouldn't even say obnoxious i'm just trying to say like it, it is a glaring issue that all these tires keep blowing. it is a glaring issue that there's hard hits every week and scary moments um as far as things like that have gone at different points in the season i think nascar knows that their goal is not to give you a crappy show and scrape by doing minimal effort that's not what's going on here it's just it's not going to be an easy thing to fix and i expect them to change this car for next season i expect to hear different ways and different parts they're implementing uh, to enhance driver safety and figure out what we're doing with the tires. Why is, why are the tires falling apart every week? What are we, what do we need to do better in every which way? And today like Texas just maximized all those issues. Like how is going to kick ass? I know, I know that this will not be, on old takes exposed next week the package runs great at super speedways i can't wait to watch it the roval should be kick-ass it should be all right the mile and a half tracks haven't sucked minus texas and then we go to martinsville after that we'll see but
1: i don't think this is a track thing i don't think that texas really was that bad when the racing was actually happening yeah but it blew
0: 16. It wasn't that bad that's what i'm saying it blew 16 tires that's there. not the track that wasn't the track you don't think, track not texas obliterate you don't think texas obliterated the tires on these cars more than other no. mile and a half tracks
1: no atlanta blue tires
0: all yeah, over not, the place. not 16 well no not 16 that's what i'm saying it was much 16. worse today. They you could go 30 laps and then they're done
1: no, I, I'm gonna disagree on that one. That's you, a pathetic take, man. That wh- it was not Texas. The racing itself, when the racing was going, the
0: track was fine. I didn't think the racing was all that great today. Kyle Larson passed two hundred and eighty-five cars today. Two hundred and eighty-five? Yes. Green flag. That's wild, but I still think the leader was the guy out front, and then he'd blow his tire because he got out front too fast. He's gone too fast.
1: These cars are so clean air dependent. If you have clean air, you're going to set sail. But if you're back mired in the racing is good everywhere else. You look at back at all the races throughout this year, and there has not been as that many green flag passes at mile and a half as you think there are. And when you look back at it, there, the, the racing in the middle to the back of the pack, or even in the t- inside, the top five, the racing is great. But there are still tires being blown. There was tires that got blown at Kansas. I was there, sat front and center, and watched it in both races this year. Right. There Did was that, tires like being blown it. at Atlanta. There was tires being blown elsewhere at other tracks. Yeah, can, I can, know. I we talked to
0: ad nauseum about this.
1: Right. So it's not just a Texas thing. It got magnified today because of the different ends of the racetrack. They're not the same banking on either on each end
0: okay and, that's,
1: and so the load the load you just you changes. just said
0: okay yeah it, it is the load of the car i i understand that i'm just saying it got magnified today because of the track they were at the default of it, default of it is the load of the car on the tires the camber all that stuff that i completely agree there i'm saying today magnified the two issues that we led the show off with
1: it's because people don't want I, I'm not a fan of Texas. I'm not trying to defend the Speedway itself, but
0: you're a big actually Gossage
1: watch guy. the racing, huh? I said you're a big Gossage guy. When when you watch the racing, I do like Eddie Gossage. He's a I know we we've, we've right won, won that forward. one. You're good. You're good. But when you look at the actual product on the track, the product on the track was really good when there was time to actually do things
0: yeah and i i think we were deprived a little bit of that does that would you agree like if we had longer green flag runs and maybe it wouldn't have been that bad
1: yeah, i yes absolutely and that's that's what i'm saying i think it would you would have seen even better racing and the gap from first to second would have been a little bit shorter i don't guarantee that there would have been green flag passes because we
0: haven't seen it yet this year but let me ask, let me ask you this what do you want them to do with texas
1: I think they need to take it down anyway. Okay. They they it, It's a lost cause because they keep trying to put the resin on it. Anybody that got a lane and a half higher than where they were uh, today – lost their car. I mean, yeah, that's I, an annoying part of it. it yeah, I last, agree with you. We saw in the last 15, 20 laps, Denny Hamlin lost three spots. Larson lost three spots. Kozlowski lost two Byron lost two within the last 15 laps of that race because they, uh, slipped up and got a lane higher than what they had been running. And
0: then Oh, lost uh, the Gregson car. lost 16.
1: Yeah. Gregson nearly hit the wall. Um, <laughs> Todd Gilliland on the restart, the last restart, he, he slipped up, missed the corner. Um, just there, there's so many guys that missed the, the, when they missed the corner, there's no, there's no miss room there's no saving it.
0: Yeah. That that makes it tough. It, it does like it livened up the IndyCar car race there this year. Uh, that's like the weird part of that. Um, I don't know if like repaving it or, or, paving. Over. They've tried, yeah. it. They've tried
1: yeah. the repave, and that's what happened. And that's why it turned the place into a giant disaster because you look back, in the mid-2000s before the repave, the track actually produced really good racing. Uh, 2004, Elliot Sadler just passed Casey Kane at the finish line for the win at that place. So um, the the track itself produced good racing until the repave. And then when they repaved it and went to a different style of of car and different style of aerodynamics, um, it really changed the path that the
0: track went on. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um and so like I don't know what the answer is. It seems to be the the public um I guess I public public eye is like the driver. Everybody's like honing down in, in eyeing Texas and in there seems to be pressure to change something. <laughs> And with the guy who, uh, whose goal is to put a roof over the racetrack at Bristol, uh, having a big hand in what Texas does next, I can't say I'm not excited to uh, figure out if there's any rumors about what might go on there.
1: I, I hope that they don't do what they did to Atlanta.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't want. We don't need another I'm, super speedway because this one hasn't happened to work very well yet. It, obviously, it's a unique track that drives to guys' strengths because of Corey LaJoy being faster. That's the stat I would point out. Um, but there's not enough super speedway runs at Atlanta for me to get behind doing it anywhere else.
1: I just, I just don't want us to have another um, race track on the schedule that can produce a lucky winner if you're in the right time at the right spot at the right time i'm, I'm
0: tired of well you know, rain can do that too you got to remember that but i i agree you don't want a, a real wild card
1: right but that's what i'm saying you don't you can't control mother nature's choices no okay i'll give i'll sure give you i'll rain. give
0: you i'll give you two choices and you you give me your 50 50 on it um well what do we, oh what do I pick here for Damon? Okay. All right. Do you want a roval or a dirt track? A what, roval. If, what if they did a rally cross style roval? No. But dirt in some of the sections. No. no I I tried, about that. That. I tried I
1: tried. I would have given the quote unquote roval a better or a, a more realistic chance if they do that um but they have to give back the charlotte rovel and turn it back into the 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 fall race needs to go back to an oval
0: no no can't get behind it too much tradition in the charlotte Ro- roval race yep nope. yep a lot of tradition there it's too much yeah it's it's like 6 years old <laughs> tradition in the <laughs> a waste of space if you if you know the uh if you know our show and you know you know my takes claiming a tradition on something as a reason not to change it is probably the most hypocritical i've ever been in my life oh man i like i love the roval though i'm excited for that we'll we'll get to that next week um denny hamlin and william byron getting into it today everyone dude so many people were dogging denny hamlin again and it's like he got wrecked under caution what do you want him to do the fact that nascar sent him back was so stupid it was so blatantly obvious that william byron ran into him wrecked him and then he goes on tv after the race and the dude didn't even push him hard it was the second question he's just like yeah yeah i guess i did it on purpose it's like dude what are you doing
1: so first thing going to your initial Sorry, I, yeah
0: i just unraveled Den-
1: there didn't mean to do that denny the when Denny wrecked off of Byron's bumper, he was not able to maintain pace, car speed. Don't give point. me the by
0: the book reason that I'm he, telling. No, I understand what the was. That's stupid as hell, though, because that if I wrecked seventeen people under caution and I just took the lead in the Daytona 500, like, are you just gonna sit in the stands and be like, oh, well, that guy must have been very good.
1: 17 people's a little bit different than one right behind well, that's that's like the i know trust me i understand the common sense ruling common sense says give denny a spot back okay yeah but unfortunately we're dealing with nascar who doesn't deal with a whole hell of a lot of common sense as we that's found what, out that's what year. podcasts like ours are for
0: is to point out that that was an error I completely agree that it it came off like you're defending NASCAR's call of it. I I understand why I understand what the ruling was in that William Byron did not say anything on the radio to admit that it was his fault. But that should still be looked at as, okay. well, I watched William Byron under yellow run into the back of Denny Hamlin and I'm still making Hamlin go to the back like. I think I've been
1: pretty. I think I've been pretty critical of NASCAR's rulings here recently. So by the book, they did the right thing by the book. Common sense wise, it was completely wrong. And William Byron should have been the one that got
0: sent to the back. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the by the book. Like, yeah, you made a right call in any way there. I thought that was completely the wrong call like i said by I think the damon's, book, damon's the, trying to use crafty words to get under my skin and i'm not gonna let it happen
1: by the book it's the way it is i'm just it, it it's i don't know we've uh, seen too many judgment calls from nascar's committee this year that at this point no one knows what the hell's going on
0: i don't think it's even been that crazy <laughs> all right david Hunter, hayes our friend our friend david hayes, hayes. The new ticket manager in Knoxville, he he said, listening to you guys is like listening to an old married couple that has grown to hate each other.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be the one to comment on that. Oh, we're clipping this one for sure. <laughs> God damn well, are- it. What did Kyle Bush say?
0: Next, next question. He said
1: 2023, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs>
0: um yeah kyle bush was the first one out chase elliott also out uh, of the race i believe i didn't see the end of the race playoffs because i drove right over here to film this and i need to do better at that so that's on me guys i think he's four points in right now over the bubble um it's close nonetheless we'll have that up on always race day uh i did want to talk to you about do you have anything else from what we saw tonight
1: well they haven't updated the uh playoff points as of right now so um you wouldn't have been able to find it unless you found it through through bob but yeah i haven't updated it online yet anyway um what else i saw tonight the fact that um (laughs) the the eight car is still going to compete for wins with Redick in it and how whatever the situation may be so pretty cool to see and i think uh richard childress may be the smartest human being alive right now because he's replacing a generational talent with another generational talent that's already proven in that car next year well and he kind of got, got the last he laugh
0: but, three wins. he kind of got the last laugh with uh taking kyle bush from joe gibbs after hamlin grabbed reddick from him right um i do have the playoff standings from matt weaver he usually just takes a picture of his tv and posts it uh awesome dude you should follow him he's very good at his job um so chase elliott's four points in as is daniel suarez denny hamlin is eight points in ryan blaney is 15 in kyle larson is 16 william byron plus 17. Uh, Chastain plus 18, Joey Logano plus 30 as the uh, leader right now in the clubhouse, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, Briscoe is four points out, Austin Cendric 11, Christopher Bell 29 points out, and Alex Bowman 30.
1: Yeah, tough, uh, tough playoff standings. Today was an interesting day for that, um, especially with Bell being the most consistent in the first round, and now he's... The second man to the bottom here in this one. Um, interesting playoff standings. Yeah. Um, I do this- want to make mention real quick to Dustin Long uh, posted a video with Goodyear's Greg Stucker. Um, they interviewed him, and um, I did listen to the interview. The guy kind of rambled about some random stuff not going to lie to you um and and had a lot of different different things to say in there you'll have to go listen to it from Dustin Long but then Denny comments on it Denny Hamlin comments on this and basically he comes on here and says no excuses except for the 10 you listed beside yourself so Denny is you know Denny is not just a driver that we we think the guy's still the still an owner of a race team And so when when you've got that voice saying it's time for somebody to step up and take a little bit of blame instead of putting it towards the team, um, somebody has to has to say something here and, and take a little bit of the of the responsibilities here instead of just solely putting it on the teams because that's what nascar and goodyear have done throughout this season when we've had tire problems the first thing that they said is the teams are running too low air pressure The teams are running wrong cambers teams are running wrong shocks but at some point they also have to take a little bit of responsibility themselves
0: yeah yeah absolutely um and my thing with everyone uh putting, I guess, throwing turds at Denny Hamlin to put it in the nicest way possible. He's he's a NASCAR team owner. Yeah, like, so excuse me if you don't agree with this, but his opinion is uh, much more important than most of the other drivers, if not all of them in the field. That being said, I think NASCAR has no reason um on the track to treat him any differently at all but i think he was shafted in that call today i would have gone after that call on post race i would have asked any about that call i was shocked that the tv reporter did not ask him anything along those lines it was all about what byron said and stuff um i don't know if they were like motioning her to you know no more questions or if that was the vibe she felt oh well Um yeah, I would I would have definitely asked seems to be the thing that like changed the result of the race the most.
1: You know as a as a football reporter that you can only ask so many officiating questions and you know that you're just gonna get you know roundabout answers and so I think ninety percent of the time you're
0: gonna get you're gonna get a you know, just gloss over answer that doesn't really answer the question, but you have to ask that because the 10% of the time that you don't, you're going to get the best quote you've gotten all season. That's why That's why pay you pay have to ask. Like, Matt Campbell knew on Saturday he was going to get asked about the officiating calls at Baylor was the first question. Randy asked it. Like, he, he knew that was coming, and he answered it how he was going to answer it. So, you know, I think the guys know that it's going to come. I think someone else... Aspen him about it i'm sure um and i haven't seen any videos like that yet uh, at least glaring on twitter for the two seconds i was on it right there but we'll see what uh what that whole skirmish brings i think it's fine to disagree with denny's opinions i think not recognizing that he's a big owner in the sport is a different deal i guess and i'm trying to connect this and you know, transcend to uh, my other take that I'm super excited for Talladega next week. It's my, probably one of my four favorite tracks on the schedule. Probably, yeah, my, uh, probably it's a- oh, you're good, go. No, go ahead. Oh, it's probably my favorite, Um, but it's like, it's definitely 1A, but like that, you know, 1B is Bristol Dirt, 1C is the Charlotte Roval, and 1D, Not One Direction, but just the other one is the uh, Chicago Street Course. Those are my four favorites.
1: I like, uh, I do like Talladega.
0: It is, it's a good track. Um, He's holding it. It has a big rant about why that was the dumbest (laughs) list I've ever given on this show.
1: (laughs) No, because you've given some pretty dumb lists on this show.
0: You're right. You're just right. The Mount the Mount Rushmore where you got where you got like three second-time champions. That, well, that I was just out. about
1: to say <laughs> you you had a list of Mount Rushmore that was completely irrelevant to any sort of conversation whatsoever about No, but Mount I could Rushmore. defend
0: I could defend my picks with my heart, and that's where you got you were soured if we were ever in a court of law.
1: Yeah, well, your heart and by the book ain't gonna do anything. I've got
0: plenty of mental gymnastics to tell you that Jim Kohler is a better driver than Kyle Larson.
1: Well, that's a false
0: statement, right? Let's here. look at who wins more. Obviously Kyle Larson. Well, Jim's running like 3 races in a weekend, man. I guess Kyle's yes. more.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I do like Talladega. Um I I do miss the days of the uh the how how to put this the chess matches on the track basically um where it was guys finding their way using a side draft to get up through the field uh using other runs and other momentums and now it's it's Either a, a strategy play with all the other manufacturers that are on, on your side or B, it tends to be a parade, uh, for about 80% of the race until all hell decides to break loose within the last 30 laps. And so, um, it is it's a good race. It's always exciting. People always tune in to watch it because you should, uh, it's Talladega. You never know what's going to happen there, but, um, you know, I I think it's in a good spot in the playoff too. I didn't like it when it was a cutoff race. I like it being a second round race too. So always a good time to go to Talladega. Uh, it's always fun. Um, and, and should be, should be interesting.
0: Yeah. It's, my favorite track um bar none i know a lot of people are going to be worried about the safety uh i think that kind of just comes up when you go to talladega or daytona um i think the track itself facility wise i'm not saying texas isn't this isn't a thing against any other track i think both daytona and talladega have done a lot of work in having you know the safest barriers and well safer barriers right uh, the name of the company that did them, I guess, but or is that the name of just the? Product? It's the
1: name of the it's the name of the product, yeah. Yeah, it, it's an acronym, acronym, acronym for the product. Do you know what it stands for,
0: Damon? Mm, I, Fake fan. I <laughs> did it one point. <laughs> that's uh, that's better than me because I I don't know what it stands for. I just know that it spells safer. Um, but I I think they have it as safe as it can be I I hope no one gets hurt I don't anticipate anybody getting hurt next week I think it's dumb to go to a race and say like oh I think someone's gonna get injured today like that's a really weird viewpoint to have but it seems like the negative Nellie's want to do that going into Talladega and Daytona sometimes Um, I'm in for it. y'all should watch it I'll be telling you to watch it if you notice usually at midpoint of the race or before it or you know, when it's getting down to the end, I'll tell people to turn it on and I'll tell them the channel. I didn't today. It was, it just wasn't great. It was not a good showing for NASCAR or anything like that. And I'll uh, hammer them when I need to. It was probably, probably the worst race of the year today. I think considering everything, I, nothing else t- sticks out to me that was worse than what we saw today. Um, but that's also... You know, there has to be a worst race of the season. You just hope that it ends up being a good one it means your season kinda kicked ass, right? So we'll see. Uh this year's been way better than the uh five fifty package debacle and um years before that, but we'll uh we'll see what Talladega gives us. I'm I'm in for it. I can't wait. And you wanna talk uh dirt a little bit, Damon? Yeah, we can go for a little bit. Oh also it's uh I'm excited for Wednesday cuz uh I'll get to celebrate my boy Antron's win and Ron Caps' W uh, at the Betway Carolina Nationals I think I got that right. Mm-hmm. How about that?
1: Yeah, it was a uh it was a good day for you if you're a, a fan of Antron and Ron Caps. It was um, the best day. I gotta give gotta give a shout out to to my good friend Clay. He made it to semifinals in Top Fuel and um, out and and lost to Antron in the semis. So um, it was a good day, a lot of fun to watch, and I'm excited to uh, to see it up close and personal next weekend in St. Louis.
0: Oh, you're going there? Yeah, I'll go on Sunday. Awesome! Can't wait to see your tweets about that. Send yeah, some from the ARD ID counter. Text me. Yeah,
1: it'll be fun. It's always a it's a good racetrack. It's a good race, and the facility is is awesome. Um, and and they always. Last year was a fun show to go to. Uh, now I'll get to go again on Sunday.
0: That's awesome. Um, I'm excited for the Xfinity race at Dega, just because uh, Noah Gregson has four Xfinity wins in a row
1: yeah it'll be uh, uh he's going to break sam ard's record he he's tied sam ard with the most wins in a row and so now he's going to go break break the record and what a better place to go to than talladega where junior motorsports generally
0: brings really fast cars you think he's got a chance to do it i do yeah I shouldn't. I shouldn't have asked it like that. Of course, he has a chance. Uh, he's going to have to get past uh, my pick to win the race, though. Landon Castle. It is Landon Castle. We're doing it. It's working this time. We're this this time, man. We're so. Hunter, I hate to. I hate to break the news to you. Do man. not say what you're I about think- to say.
1: I think you were the one this week that I first saw on Twitter uh, posting about how it was Iowa State's 11 in a row.
0: Oh, my uh, God. Dude, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, let me
1: finish, let me finish. And that didn't transpire. And then um, you jinxed something else along the way this week. It's a stat. And... Yeah, I know, but you're the one that brought it up first. Should have let somebody else bring it up. Was it the white
0: white Cardinal light uniforms being undefeated at Jackson? Yes. Stadium? That was it. That yeah. was the other it's, one. It's a stat. The stat changes I when something it. else comes into the key. I get it's it. It's a trend. It's like this is going well. So here's a stat. I'll let somebody else since, do it. Since Landon Castle has gotten into a colleague race car, he has not won a NASCAR Xfinity race. I think that's highway robbery. He's incredibly due for one. Um, and I would be shocked if he didn't go to victory lane this weekend
1: well i feel bad for all the other Landon castle fans out there um because landon will not make it to victory lane now because connor just picked him oh
0: my god don't put that on me it's the truth. I'm not going to pick the 39 other guys to win. The, actually, that'd be really funny if I did that. You have a chance to. I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to put a dollar on these 39 guys and and pay 39 dollars uh, to watch Landon Castle victory lane. You
1: take the field. Take the field. So Landon Castle can go to victory lane. But you've already you've already set your set yourself up for failure. Um, you know, jinxing jinxing it is the what you do best, and certainly feel bad for Landon this weekend.
0: God, this is like my least favorite Damon episode of all time.
1: I don't know why it is. I, I can't we're imagine. Both, we're why both really tired.
0: I think that's part of it. I don't know. Like, t- we are podcasting tonight, and I I'll, I'll say the rest of my words later. <laughs> yeah I said them I God. said them all later yeah man all right I uh, said them all later Tyler Courtney takes home the uh all-star circuit the champions when uh the four Crown Nationals uh buddy kofoid was injured in a wreck I haven't seen an official update or anything from that uh over in late models Tim McCready uh took home Jackson 100, I'm sorry. I almost got Hillbilly 100. I think that's this week, but he took on the Jackson 100, uh, extends his points lead over Brandon Shepard late in the season, so that was huge for him. Iowa native Ryan Gustin picks up the win for the World of Outlaws late models, um, and Brad Sweet went at Sharon extending his points lead, so we're really getting down to the end of this. I I don't really see a points race that's going to come down to the wire, do you?
1: Um. I guess if if there is one that I would say it's in, more intriguing than the other is the Lucas Oil late model one. Um, I know I know Timmy Mack t- extended it, but can you ever count out Brandon Shepard until it's all said and done?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. So we'll see what transpires with that. I think they only got like eight, seven, eight events left. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not, not many chances left, but you know, it, it's still Brandon Shepard. He's it's still not the same. It's not the room. same
0: hundred points that the outlaws points show. It's not two points, right? It's five, I think so, right? Right. So, um,
1: it's still Brandon Shepard. He's still driving the one. Um, and until the end of this season, uh, he's got a chance to do, do that. But I think that's probably the most intriguing one. Um, I've really lost intrigue on the outlaw late model side because the big names that have kind of fallen off the, the tour. And, and so it's not, not the same. I do want to see, um, is, is, Herb's still leading that? I haven't even looked here lately.
0: Yeah, and I can get you, to... I can get you an official number. I think he's leading by something around a hundred.
1: Okay. So uh would be pretty cool for for Dennis Herb to do that. Um I do like Dennis Herb and the, what what he's able to do. So pretty and cool that, if he, he was able to pull it off.
0: 98 points and Tanner English is still slated to win rookie of the year. Did he's did you see that he's parting ways with that 81E e team?
1: I did. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything on that situation. Uh, I haven't poked around too much, but it's what more do you need your driver to do? He's going to win rookie of the year for you. You almost won the points title. You have two wins this year. Like, what? It's his first year driving on this network. Like, what do you need from him?
1: It could be a thing, too, where English has a better opportunity than the 81 E-car, yeah, too.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um,
1: and they're telling him to go. You know, it's like what, what RC did with Dale Sr. back in the day when when Dale was up and coming. He was a talented driver. He told him to go somewhere else, and Dale went somewhere else and won a title and came back. So I think I think that has something to, you know, I don't know if it's – them pushing him out for for results reasons, or if they're pushing him out to go and and he's got better opportunities, I don't know.
0: Absolutely. All right. Um, you got anything else before we go? Are you, Is that an Iowa Hawkeye glass, or is that a Missouri Tiger? No. Throwback. No, it is a Missouri. It's a Missouri
1: Tiger. Oh, CJ's. Uh, CJ's. That, that's CJ's what I thought. Down down no. No uh cj's wings downtown columbia great place
0: all like right How uh, missouri yeah. doing football this week uh, not good not oh, good at all i didn't know this coming um, out sorry i forgot about this part no no not good they
1: uh apparently had a a collapse of the uh of the afternoon i found out so they lose um, It's a day. they lost to auburn on the road uh, oh you know, god, how did I forget about this game? Oh my god. So Mavis's brother missed a chip shot to are you to give out the win right now? No. No. <laughs> Mavis's brother missed a chip shot to give him the win in regulation. Then in overtime, something else happened. Hang on, I got the whole rundown for you give me like 10 seconds
0: because they missed the chip shot to win the game. And then the, uh, it was, he was diving across the end and lost the ball. Yes. So it,
1: Mavis missed a 25 yard field goal as time expired. Then in overtime, they came an inch away from an INT. Then when Auburn was lining up for a field goal, there was an offside call. The field goal was missed on the offside call. That allowed a second attempt to go into overtime. The second attempt was good. Then a game-winning touchdown um, as they fumbled across the goal line and right into the Auburn defender's arms in the end zone uh, to end the
0: ballgame. If you don't know who. Disaster of
1: epic promo.
0: If you don't know who Mavis is, it's uh, former Iowa State kicker Andrew Mavis who was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars for, uh, quote, missing a kick so bad that it hit a 70-year-old former or uh, current coach for the uh, Colts, I believe. Yes. Maybe 56 years old. Something like that. I don't think um, think that could have been the field goal yardage, but I'm remembering the story. I'm sorry I forgot about that game because I was paying attention to that.
1: Yeah, so that uh, that was from a buddy of mine that lives down here that is a big Mizzou fan. Um, after I told him how how the Iowa State game went, he proceeded to give me that entire rundown and said it was a disastrous day to be a Tiger. And so instead, um, now they come off of that and host the number one team in the country next weekend.
0: They're playing Kansas next uh, Georgia
1: week. Georgia rolls into town. No. Oh, no. okay. Wrong, wrong. Race. Yeah, Georgia rolls into town next
0: weekend. That's – uh no, I'm 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 excited for next week and should be a fun day. We'll be in Lawrence for the game. I wish I could just be in Talladega and go to that race. Not that Lawrence is going to suck or anything, but you hope it doesn't suck, right? Well, I it think it's
1: still Lawrence. It's still Lawrence, so – Let's not forget about this. Just because Kansas all of a sudden decided to start winning a few football games doesn't make Lawrence a destination.
0: Yeah, I don't think they've been tested. I don't think Houston is that good this year. (laughs) Uh, Iowa State fans panic a little bit. It's not good. When when there's a small hiccup in the roller coaster, uh, they act like the wheels have fallen off. I think this Iowa State team has shown you that. The wheels don't fall off. They respond to adversity pretty well. I thought they did Saturday at least.
1: Yeah. I I just think that was a testament to how good Baylor is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We could get in more of it. We're not paid to talk about that, though. I was going to say you are. (laughs) I was going to say maybe I should be. I don't know. Half of
1: this show is paid to do that.
0: Sunday we're gonna have a big headquartered building, and oh, it's gonna kick so much <laughs> it's gonna kick so much ass. I can't <laughs> wait. Thank you guys for listening. You make it possible. Please tell your friends. Get us more people so we can do more things. And I promise that O'Connor so can not go to jo- to
1: Lawrence, and he can go to Talladega instead.
0: Yes, just in that situation again, please. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. I don't want to come off like I'm saying that like I'm going to a Big Twelve college football game for the team I grew up watching. Like it doesn't suck at all. Like I, I'm living out my dream. Uh, but my favorite track on the NASCAR schedule is Talladega, and I like dream of covering a race. You're the only
1: gonna football. be. You're only gonna be two hours closer.
0: Right. <laughs> right. They're making the it on ad- Saturday. advantageous that I'm going to Lawrence. <laughs> that would be, make it a better situation to go to Talent. <laughs> I'll market that one to my dad. We'll see if we can get a last minute deal here.
1: I'll just market it to Stansberry and just take Jared with you, and there you go. I'm
0: Learned sure. About. Yeah, I'm sure he'll love. The, he would love to go down to talent He he would have fun if he got there, but you'd have to get him there. Kidnap him against his will. Well. Drive your
1: car. Then you're, then you're the one that's going. Be like, oh, took the wrong turn on the turnpike. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll see. All right. Thank you all. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. Let us know uh, who's right in the Twitter comments. Twitter fans uh, seem to love Damon. It's ridiculous. I think I give a lot that's of really. points. I just lose my train of thought in the middle of him, and then I forget to go back and say, like, finish the slam dunk and be like, see, Damon, you're wrong. And he doesn't accept that he's wrong, so it's harder to do
1: because i'm not wrong it's been proven <laughs> multiple times through our listeners
0: all right we'll be back uh midweek guys and we'll try to get a guest for you we haven't had one in a couple couple episodes so we'll try to get a guest back on here um don't look at me yeah we did you're right we did have kurt i'm sorry no shade <laughs> I was like wait a second so i'm telling you i'm forgetting stuff also i uh, tuesday night um once i get back from ames i've got a doctor's appointment to go to middle of the day. I'm I'm going to just grind all night. I'm gonna stay up until four o'clock playing the World of Allies game. How about that? I'm going to exhaust my talents and tell you what I think of it. And I'm also gonna become the best in the world, at least for one day. Well you you have fun with that. I will have the most playing experience of anyone in the world at midnight on Tuesday. I highly doubt that. Well, if anyone wants to play with me, uh, shoot me a message on Twitter. I will throw you the—I uh, think gamer tag is what it's called. I'm I'm old, but also experienced and young, so I don't know. But I can't wait for it. Uh, I'm just gonna sit here and play it and have fun, watch the uh, high limit series uh, race, and you know just enjoy the night. Sounds like a plan cool all right we'll be back midweek i'll tell you guys what i think of the game maybe i'll do a twitter space or something uh after that race ends damon you can hop on that if we did one yeah i might do that might do that also send me your thing and i'll friend you on here
1: okay i'll try to remember that yeah well
0: damon forgets try to remember no i gotta remember my my gamer tag oh yeah well anytime you look it up just let me know all right thank you uh thanks y'all appreciate it and we will see you uh thursday morning i think yeah that should be good thursday morning okay thanks guys